Hi, I'm Chris, the host of Between the Mountains, and I'm going to climb Denali in May 2023. There are going to be tough times. They're going to be tough times physically. They're going to be tough times emotionally, um, spiritually, where you're going to have to rethink stuff. But those times when you're, you're forced into those moments, that is when, you know, the magic happens. That's where the gold is. The gold is not going to be sitting at home. The gold is not going to be, you know, dreaming of far off places or dreaming of that mountain in Scotland or Wales. You know, the gold is going to be you putting your footprints on that sand, on that snow, on that mountainside, or putting your paddle in that river. That is where the gold is. And you will learn and you evolve and you'll grow as a result. Well, that kind of feels like a white lie. There's still training to be had, money to save, sponsorship to acquire, but we'll get onto that. The main thing is that my wording has changed. For long enough, I have kept talking about Denali in hypotheses, in hopes, and in dreams. I've mentioned it in recordings with people like John Gupta and Rene Roaming, and outside of recordings like Ian Finch and Emily Scott, whose interview comes out next week. Now, I'm saying I'm going to. And since then, I have literally dreamt that I have. May 2023, my 30th birthday present from me to me, I will climb Denali. Now, if you are a regular listener of the show, these episodes won't be too different. It's not just going to be me blabbering into the microphone each one either. The biggest difference to you is the value. If you have an interest in mountaineering, winter camping, keeping warm, altitude, kit lists, training in the mountains, training in the lowlands, winter skills, traveling across glaciers safely, crevasse rescue, avalanche safety, and more, then keep an eye on these episodes. Our normal episodes are, I hope, some good entertainment, inspiration, and downtime for you. And as we go along the journey for this series, we'll be taking some deep dives into outdoor aspects and getting top advice and tips from experts in the field free to your ears. As it's a journey, I'm calling this project The Road to Denali, and it will follow me from a beginner to mountaineering through expedition-specific training to the summit of Denali. I'll be doing an episode about once a month, and I'll usually have a guest on. We'll be chatting with them about a particular aspect both directly and indirectly needed to climb Denali, and the main focus here, for me, is value to you. In many ways, I can't do this without all of you, the listeners, so that really is so important to me, the value you can get from each episode. I want you to walk away from these episodes having felt like it was worth your time, having learned something for yourself, maybe even having been entertained along the way, and I'm also hoping to work with brands that can give you some value too. This episode will just be me chatting about my whys for this trip, what's coming up, and the roadmap. We'll chat about my hope to employ a geographical purpose, fundraising for charity, and sponsorships too. We'll be taking a look at logistical risk and planning all in the next episode. I had one of those moments which so many of us have had, I believe. I've always known you have to work for what you want. I mean, I've been working since I was 11. I teach it to my daughter too, and she's only five years old, bless her. And it was Samuel Goldwyn who said, the harder I work, the luckier I get. One day I just pieced together the two. No one was gonna come up to me and go, hey Chris, come climb Denali with me. <laughs> Especially with my current skill set. I would have to change my mindset and gather my training for that. I used to say, one day I'll climb Denali. 
Now I'm saying I will climb Denali. But let's kick off with the first and foremost reason for heading into the mountains, the selfish reasons. Aside from being a father, a black belt in karate that feels like a lifetime ago, and maybe you could even argue my degree, I've never fully committed to completion on any of my true passions. Since I was 11, so in the last 17 years, I've had 16 jobs, and although I have enjoyed many and have strong motives for one of them that I'm doing now, not one of those has been close to my heart. I've had two or three hobbies, including powerlifting and modifying cars, and not one of those has been close to my heart. Travel, and further to that adventure travel, just sparks a fire inside me that has only continued to be doused in firelighter with time and through interviewing such incredible people nearly 100 times so far, and they've all done so much more than I could hope to achieve. Adventure is my passion, and I want to set out to achieve and complete a big goal and milestone, if anything, just for myself. So why is this such a huge thing? Well, where I've grown up, no one does this sort of thing. With the prospects that I have previously built for myself, and also with becoming a young father, this is a huge challenge to undertake. This project is a big deal because of the undertaking, the mountain itself, the physical preparation, the safety, just the commitment to a huge mountain. I don't come from this background, and I'll be starting from almost scratch, with Denali in mind documenting every step of the way. What about Denali? Why Denali? Well, why any mountain? As Mallory said, because it's there. Aside from perhaps science or charity, which we'll talk about later, there is no real reason to climb mountains. But, for me, it represents so much. It is everything I want to push myself for, it is extreme. The prominence, the weather, the temperature, the snow, the ice. It has glaciers to cross and not so technical rope work to complete, maxing out at about 55 degrees on fixed lines. It ticks every box I look for in adventure. Given that prominence, the highest in the world, it would make for an incredible view should I be successful to reach the top. Let's talk about weather. It's cold, as in really cold. It's just underneath the Arctic Circle and it's 2,400 miles farther north than Everest and over six kilometers into the sky. Despite my cold hands and feet, I adore the cold. If not for the challenge and personal growth from being outside of your comfort zone, then for the fact it makes you feel more alive. Cold is a metaphor for pushing yourself out of a comfort zone and into learning. Cold, just like the wind and storms, heightens my senses and makes me experience more of the moment. Although Denali is literally four and a half times larger than this, I climbed Ben Nevis at 1,345 meters during the start of a storm. Not only did I enjoy the risk mitigation and preparation of gear, I felt at ease and in control while climbing up into 93 mile an hour wind gusts and a wind chill of minus 18 degrees Celsius. I even had a quick coffee from the flask at the top, much to the horror of Dan who climbed with me. Denali is also covered in glaciers, and that's unfortunately something that may not be around forever. Always taking my fascination, I want to explore this type of travel more and get up close to them. It's also just how iconic the mountain is. It's the tallest mountain on the North American continent, and has the highest prominence of any mountain like I've already mentioned. It rises from around 100 meters all the way to its highest point of 6,190 meters where it scrapes the sky. In that respect, 
It's a bit like my love for Scottish mountains, where you climb from almost sea level to the top. Let me be clear though, Denali is so much more dangerous and not to be approached as one would approach the islands. Yes, you get flown to about 2,000 meters on the Kahiltna Glacier to begin, but the mountain itself dominates the region and shows off its full height. But for most people, there are also always selfless reasons. For me, they are my daughter, helping others, charity, and hopefully science. Firstly, I want to set an example for my daughter. She doesn't have to climb mountains, and she could do whatever she wants as long as she remains a good person. But I want to show her what you can achieve if you put your mind to something, with an actual physical and geographical representation of that. It's important to be a role model and show your children how to live, not just tell them. In documenting this, I also want to help others. I love adventure, but I am in no way an expedition leader. I've been so fortunate to have people around me, I've been able to quiz for a few months now on what steps to take to reach Denali, aspects to prepare for, etc. If I can document my journey here, then perhaps it can help or motivate any of you out there who are also setting and smashing goals of your own. My goal with all of the episodes is to provide value for you. Information tailored to Denali, but that can be transferable to your own adventures. In September 2019, the fundraising I did for my skydive literally saved a life. All it took was a few social media posts and strapping myself to the front of a bloke as I fell out of a plane at 15,000 feet to raise enough funds to give therapy and support to veterans suffering from PTSD. Little effort for huge results there. I mean, someone is literally alive today and with their family because I posted a funding link and many of you were so kind enough to, to donate. That's why I'll be donating a portion of sponsorships to charity, alongside a separate fundraising page for anyone else to chip in as and when they can. I hope over the next two years that even some of you can spare even just five pounds to helping towards those in need. The charity is gonna be Mind Over Mountains, and we've had Alex Staniforth, the owner on the show before, and they do such big work helping those in need, getting them outdoors, giving them the counselling, giving them all the tools and mindfulness lessons that they need to know. Lastly on this bit, I really want to see if I can add a geographical or scientific purpose to this trip. I'll be approaching universities and more to offer my services, if possible, on each section I do. Which takes us to our Denali roadmap and sponsorship. In future episodes, we will be chatting with experts in the different areas I need to be accomplished in by the time I place my deposit for Denali, many of whom have climbed Denali themselves. Speaking on training, winter camping, the mountain itself, and more, the roadmap is a cover all for gathering experience needed to attempt this massive mountain. It sees me learn crevasse skills in Chamonix and cross a glacier to the summit of Mount Kazbek in Georgia at 5,054 meters, so it'll also be a good test for altitude for me. I'll be winter camping in Scotland and Norway and learning the skills for survival in the Arctic cold while pushing my training further out to winter mountaineering in Scotland and to Mount Baker and Rainier in Washington. And all of that will be documented for you to, to listen to, enjoy, learn, and prepare for yourself maybe. Alongside this, I also need to up my training especially in lockdown, let's just say I've taken my foot off the pedal. Starting from a general and average fitness, I would train specific for this expedition with two huge focuses, 
crevasse rescue, and the ability to carry 35 kilograms on my back and pull a sled just as heavy for six to eight hours a day, 21 days in a row, while also signing up to climbing gyms. Speaking of which, before this, I had never been on a climbing wall. Until the current UK lockdown, I had already managed a couple of sessions, so why not jump into the mindset of a complete beginner and to pass Chris to see what my impressions were after bouldering for the first time since just before lockdown. Let's see how many of you can relate to this. So I've just got done finishing up my first session of bouldering in a gym. First time climbing since, uh, actually since I was in primary school, like I think year six. So for any US listeners, about 10 or 11 years old. I remember going up and I thought I was, you know, reaching for the sky. I was scared, my vertigo was kicking in. I was like, get me down, get me down. So down climbed, came off, turned around, looked where I went and I probably went a meter up. My feet probably went a meter up. So, um, so yeah, it felt nice to be able to come to this and just go straight into it. It was nice. I, I've got to say, for, for being afraid of heights, uh, the high ropes course I did at the Bear Grill Center earlier in the year and certainly skydiving has kind of helped me be a bit better with the bouldering. I found myself not really looking down. Like basically anywhere my feet and hands could reach was the bubble I was in. And I wasn't thinking about anything else. That was, that was really useful to, to see. Um, and the person I climbed with as well, so it was a pretty good first session for, for me not to blow my own trumpet just as a marker of, you know, enjoying it and like sort of like a good sort of to see where my fitness level was at because lockdown certainly made me turn into a, a bit of a dad bod but yeah not much else to say really I haven't really planned this out uh, to be honest with you I just thought I'd pick up the microphone I've just come out now my hands are stinging like hell I've got um I'm gonna have blisters on the end of my fingers tomorrow um and uh yeah my arms are so pumped um uh during it got a, a proper proper like at one point I was just hanging resting my arm just like ow on the circuit but no, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's nice, you know, today the Denali West, Bus, West Buttress book arrived from Amazon. And so that'll be nice to dig into and just figure out just how technical the West Buttress route is. So I can start being a bit more specific of that. Because maybe this will change in the future, but at the moment where my head is at with climbing, both as a, as a hobby and also as a fear of heights, I don't think... I want to go super high on coastal cliffs. Um, and as far as I can tell, the mountains that I want to go up in life aren't super technical at the moment. So I'm kind of planning to do that sort of thing. Can't really see myself up 200 meters up with uh, crashing waves underneath me, <laughs> sort of plugging in with a rope. But maybe I'll change my words in this sort of first, first little segment. But no, really good first session. Went to Flashpoint in Swindon. And yeah, just learned a few techniques. My friend was teaching me about flagging, getting my getting my feet out, and then sort of twisting and using like sort of using the mechanics of your hip and your ankles to to push yourself up and reach reach for the stars. So, yeah, really great first session. Very much looking forward to getting to a bit more technical stuff. But but yeah, back to back to future Chris. So a long way to go until I'm Denali ready, that's for sure. But to achieve this, I'm going to need sponsorship. I continue to build my list of prospects who I will approach soon, but I am also creating a public sponsorship page for anyone to access and share, plus a link to make a one-off contribution if you so wish, with some proceeds of course going to charity, 10% in fact. Finally, I just wanted to take a moment to thank those who have helped me so far. 
I'm choosing to embark on this myself, by myself, so the help I have had directly from Tim Taylor, Emily Scott, Alex Staniforth and Will Copestake and Jenny Wordsworth is hugely helpful and I'm so grateful and has helped me more than you can imagine. Indirectly, Benita Norris and her story, John Gupta's story and Rennie Harnell's book, Roaming America, have all been huge influences and sources of motivation too, so thank you. Also, a very big thank you in advance to all the guests coming up. I've got a great lineup coming for you and I know you're going to love it, so keep an eye on these. I will aim to do a Road to Denali episode once a month or so, and the next episode features a guest on the show chatting more in-depth on Denali itself after the preparation one, or I might blend the two, let's find out. So, thank you so much for listening. If you have any thoughts or feelings or any contributions, comments, get in touch, btmtravelpod at gmail.com. Want to hear from you, see what you think, see if you've been up Denali before, see if you've been up a cold mountain or winter camp somewhere precarious before. So do get in touch, btmtravelpod at gmail.com. Leave a five-star review if you have a moment. It helps more than you think. And check us out on social media too. Through this series, I hope to learn and share so much. And I am so excited to see you in the next episode. Bye.